Dear America, I love you and I'm thankful to be a citizen of the United States of America. This is a land of the free and the home of the brave. I'm thankful for being able to live where I want to live and do what I want to do. I'm thankful for the opportunities that I've had as a citizen of the United States. Yeah, America, you're pretty dope. Then I begin to think about a phrase as a thin line between love and hate. This phrase may be puzzling for some, but let me explain. You ever love somebody and don't like all of his or her ways? Yeah, that feeling. For me, it's similar to how God loves me deeply and how Jesus has come to reconcile me to God. I know that he loves me and I know he doesn't like everything that I do or have done in the past. My relationship with him now doesn't change the history of my past. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. Even though I am new in Christ, there are consequences to some of my actions from the past. There are memories, habits, and other changes that last because of my past actions. It's called cause and effect. In terms of the old things passing away, it's a little different for you, America. There are certain things that have passed away and there are new things that have come. However, you and I both know that just as certain ideals were stamped from the beginning, as Jefferson Davis would put it on April 12, 1860, quite a bit of that is lingering on today. And yes, America, I do still love you, but I don't like some of your ways. And if I'm going to have a healthy relationship with you, you're going to have to be vulnerable just as I have been vulnerable. Why? Because the relationship can only be as deep as the willingness to walk in truth. For where there is no truth, there is no liberty. Now I want you to know that I'm not here to make you feel guilty and shame. I just want us to walk in truth and honesty. When walking in truth and honesty, there's going to be a lot of healing for some people. And on the other hand, some are going to be uncomfortable. As we take this journey, I want you to increase your capacity to be empathetic. I don't want your pity and I don't want your sympathy. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said there must be a committed altruism which recognizes that the problems of African Americans cannot be ignored. True altruism is more than the capacity to pity. It is the capacity to empathize. Pity is feeling sorry for someone. Empathy is feeling sorry with someone. Empathy is fellow feeling for the person in need, his pain, agony, and burdens. America, let's look at today's date. July 4th, 2020, 244 years ago, on July 4th, 1776, Delegates from the 13 colonies adopted the Declaration of Independence, a historic document drafted by Thomas Jefferson, a slave owner during those, this time, and he wasn't the only one. Whether or not these men were Christians, my ancestors were not seen as human beings and not a part of this declaration. They were still picking cotton in the cotton fields. And even as some white Christians had to wrestle with this idea of slavery, nothing was done. They stood complicit. And this wasn't any type of slavery. This was race-based shadow slavery. 
Then 10 years later, in what became known as the Dirty Compromise, delegates agreed to include a clause that allowed for the continuation of the slave trade for another 20 years. Some of the southern states just weren't ready to let go of the system that was in place. My ancestors were property that produced great wealth and, pr and product for those in power. America, I hope you can begin to understand why I'm not too thrilled about some of the history of our relationship. In 1808, you decided to stop the Atlantic slave trade, but you didn't shut down the institution of slavery. On top of that, I took 12 more years, it took 12 more years for Congress to pass the Missouri Compromise of 1820. This guaranteed that slavery would continue as an American institution for the next several decades. America, do you see how your early legislation protected or maybe did not dismantle race-based chattel slavery? The chattel principle is the social alchemy that transformed a human being made in the image of God, the Imago Dei, into a piece of property. Your leaders use black lives as bargaining chips to preserve the union of states and to gain leverage for other policy issues. And I think Mr. Jamar Tisby for that fact. You had peace with slavery for the next several decades. America, I could go on, but I think this is about enough for now. I just want to talk about a couple of more dates that are very important. On January 1, 1863, President Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, but it was only good for a limited number of slaves. It was for enslaved people in states that seceded, but it wasn't applied to the slave-holding states that were with the Union. The 13th Amendment was passed by Congress on January 31, 1865, and ratified on December 6, 1865. America, there, there's... Here's where I, I have issues with you as well because of a specific clause embedded in the 13th. America, you said, except as punishment for crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted. You made things very difficult for black people, and it was devastating. Dr. King expounded on this idea, life being devastating for blacks. And here's what he said. He said, with the Civil War still dividing the nation, a new inferno engulfed the Negro and his family, thrown off the plantations, penniless, homeless, still largely in the territory of their enemies and in the grip of fear, bewilderment, and aimlessness. Hundreds of thousands became wanderers. For security, they fled to Union Army camps that were unprepared to help. One writer described a mother carrying a child in one arm, a father holding another child, and eight other children with their hands tied to one rope, held by the mother, who struggled after Sherman's army traveled hundreds of miles to safety. All were not so fortunate. In the starvation-induced madness, some Negroes killed their children to free them of their misery. America, that's all I got for right now, and Hopefully, I'll get to share the rest with you very soon. Talk to you soon, America.